America, you republic first of your kind, you rebel born from ashes of kings in the name of freedom, fallen empires weep for thee. America, born from hope, birth liberty and freedom, democracy and the pursuit of happiness. Kings may reign, but kings will fall. We the people rise. We the people unite. We the people preserve liberty. America, republic, first of your kind. United States against those who trample us, first born, then immediately divided. America, born with virtue, born with sin, amended and grows generation after generation. America, this land I call home, this freedom I am blessed, this safety I dare not take for granted. America, first of your kind. America, republic far and wide, state by state, for the union, for our souls. America, doors open wide, forgiveness and heart welcomes you. America, brightness burns with desire, casts darkness on those who try to tear us down. America, Republic, first of your kind, unite. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jeff Mayhew with Thank You For Sharing. We've got a very special episode. I've got my wife here, uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Vanessa's shy. She doesn't want to be on the microphone. What are we doing here today, Vanessa? We're going to dissect your poem we're gonna dissect my poem yep we're gonna go over and receive clarity on some of these statements you've made and catch everybody up because why am i why are we doing this to discuss your love of america and your dedication and how much work you've been putting into studying about our history and who founded our great country and what about the poetry show yes <laughs> and that too we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that okay cool <clears throat> so as we sit in our dining room <laughs> squeezed in together tightly i mean it's not that tight i am surrounded by books <laughs> Now a whiteboard. <laughs> it helps me organize. Children's toys. No, that's not my fault. A new china cabinet. I mean, that's, that's a blessing. A new table. That's a blessing. Chairs. Blessings. And here we are. <laughs> I mean, I know they don't all have to be in the same room at the same time, but it's still a blessing. I guess it just goes over, like, how hard it is to find the balance in life where you're you have your, your, your mind set on a goal and, and where you want to go and, you know, how you want to achieve things and just, mm -hmm. you lose, you lose track of time and, you know, isn't that the beauty of America though? Isn't that you're, you're trying to find balance in life. That's what America is. It's balance in government and that balance in government, when government's balanced, it's easier for the individuals to find balance in their lives. Did you ever think of that? Yeah, but everywhere I see and like look and see uh, on shows and stuff, everybody has bookshelves, and <laughs> and their rooms and their offices are much 
less cluttered. But, but I mean, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I don't have time to build them yet. I will build them after we finish the poetry show and igniting a new love for America and, and generating a new like direction. Then I'll, bu- I'll build the bookshelves. There's something to look forward to. Yeah. So I guess let's like dive in. Um, the first line of your, of your poem is America, you republic, first of your kind. You know, someone at my level that doesn't know as much about, you know, the founding fathers and history and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, can you just go into like elaboration of what that exactly means? Yes, I would love to. Um, so first, this is the first like America inspired poem that I write. So Vanessa knows I love to write poetry. I've written poetry for her for quite some time. I <clears throat> just recently started sharing it with people. And it's just a really awesome way for me to express a feeling and emotion. And anything that I love, I have strong emotions for. And I write about, I write about my wife, I write about my kids. And this was the first time I'd written about my country because when I started learning about our country, I fell in love. It kind of like my wife, right? You go out on a date and you meet that person and there's a spark. You're like, hmm, I want to know more about that person. And as you get to know that person, you fall in love and it's special. And you want to share it with the world, right? You get engaged, you have a big party. That's kind of how I feel about America. And this, this was the spark. This was the moment that I fell in love with America. And the thing that I fell in love most with is the form of government. We are a republic, a democratic republic to be exact, but just the overall concept of republic I love as a structure for government. So we are individuals. You and I are an individual. We got together and we did what? We coupled, right? And then we grouped. We had kids. Now we have formed, we've gone from an individual to a group. We have our own group and it's our responsibility to protect and care for that group. Now that's what America was. America was a bunch of individuals that coupled and grouped. They had families and then communities joined together and created a bigger group and then the community would reach out and then it would be the state and then eventually we were threatened right we were threatened by the king the monarchy the aristocracy over there in britain and or england i don't know the right term and we joined a bigger group we created this bigger group and it's just a beautifully blended design of checks and balances and the purpose is to keep the power as close to the people as possible that's what i love about our little republic our big republic all those little groups working independently that can work together as well what do you think i mean that was a good ex- explanation you like that mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was pretty straightforward but i would like to circle back to our first date <laughs> you remember our first date uh yeah okay so just for the listeners (laughs) first time i meet jeff we're eating dinner and he notices that i have tattoos on my wrists and he asks me what they mean and they're for my son's birth dates and then he proceeds to tell me that he doesn't like tattoos (laughs) and then what am i what am i going to do when i have other kids (laughs) So, what did you do when you had other kids? I didn't get other tattoos. Was that my fault? No. Okay. But I mean, it's just like, 
the, the I, I guess what I'm going is, for you're here. You're saying that I used to say a lot of stupid things. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> well, then you told me you didn't like to get hugged. <laughs> I, you know, I used to not like to get hugged. Well, anyway, I'm a hugger now. What can you say? Anyway, so, um, I mean, uh, how this all like relates back to your poem is that like, you know, you're, you're able to like explain these things to people that are all on different levels and it helps them come together and form a group and want to learn more because that's what you've kind of shown me over the last two years is your love for learning and you have a really great way of explaining it to people that aren't as dedicated or as interested or show an interest but don't have enough time to dedicate just yet i think it's the time thing more than anything i mean it's hard to do this okay so you rebel born from ashes of kings in the name of freedom fallen empires weep for thee that's a big statement (laughs) explain so this one i feel is probably one of the more easily explainable um we were we had a rebellion we uh, rose up together we formed our we took our little groups we formed our big group and we fought the other big group the british um and might i add that in order for us to win we also had to make treaties with other groups across the world right france was helpful in us defeating the british and again you know the british was a king it was a monarchy form of government but it was really also an aristocracy and i think that's important to, to note um and the british empire didn't fall but the British Empire was failing at the time. And in this line, fallen empires weep for thee, this is a callback to the, to the Greeks and to the Romans, where we built our republic off of. We took a step forward, where they had a small senate. We had a house that expanded out that brought representation close to the people. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, America, born from hope, birthed liberty and freedom, democracy and the pursuit of happiness this is my favorite line in the whole poem okay and and the reason it's my favorite line in the whole poem is because it encapsulates america perfectly america was an idea it was an idea every other form of government that was like this had failed the monarchies were dominating and this was new and it was different and it took responsibility by the people in order to be successful. This was gonna, this was asking more people to step up and be part of the government. And it was special. And it was built on ideas and it was built by people. And to me, that's what makes this country so special. And that's why I love it so much. Okay. I can, I can relate to that. And mm-hmm. I feel like you're to the point that like one of your main missions is to bring people together and get get the good people in power get the good people get the, yes. like the good the people good with people. those ideas you right. know to help continue grow um as a whole and um create a future for our kids so that's really good um kings may reign but kings will fall we the people rise we the people unite we the people preserve liberty so this is a two-parter how do you think that relates to 
the issues going on in Ukraine right now? And what is like, what's your philosophy or your, your, your outlook on countries like Russia with mm, not freedom of speech or freedom of anything really to pick their leader, et cetera? Wow, that went in a way different direction. I thought it was going to go. I can do this. Hold on. Um, so first, let me let me explain what I was I was writing about. Yep. Okay, because I wasn't writing about Russia when I wrote. Well, this, I know I that, but now it relates. <clears throat> okay, yeah, that's true. And then okay, so um, my wife's keeping me on my toes here. Um, so kings may reign, but kings will fall. Look, I mentioned it before. Monarchies were the government of the time. Um, people wanted a strong authoritarian to tell them what to do because it provided them safety from other foreign nations. That's why they went to that form of government. Ours was the first where it gave representation to the people. It was us. It was our responsibility. And because of that, and because of those checks and balances and the distribution of power, it provides a structure of government where it's less likely that one person, a monarchy, a king, a dictator, an authoritarian can take control because it balances that power out and it gives it to the people. All we have to do, if we ever get threatened, if we ever fear getting taken over, all we have to do is unite. The good people have to unite together, form our own group, and we can use the mechanisms of the government in order to move it in the direction that we need to move it. And that is how we preserve liberty. Now, you asked about Russia and Ukraine. This is difficult. One, what is our responsibility as Americans? It's to take care of our group. Now, outside influences from the group are a factor in protecting the, the safety of the group. Those have to be handled with care. What's happening in Ukraine is a result of years and years of looking the other way by the United States, by Britain, by lots of countries. I keep saying Britain, England. I apologize if that's incorrect. Um, by other countries, other leaders in the world turned a blind eye because of the money that the Russian oligarchs can spread throughout the, the globe and they thought it was okay. They gave them too much leeway. They, and look, they have their own agenda. They have their own group and groups create factions, factions grasp for power, and that's what happens. And they have an authoritarian government. Vladimir Putin is called president in name only he is an authoritarian figure. He's a dictator. He writes the rules and controls the rules. So it's difficult for those countries to unite because they don't have the freedoms and the liberty that we have. And that's why our government is so special. And that's why we're so different than them. And we should be very glad to be here and understand that and work in the system and volunteer and get out to support good people because that's how you make change. And when you're a good person in Russia, they like you, lock you up. Like Alex, I'm not going to say his last name. I can't pronounce it, but he's he's a hero as far as I'm concerned, and he's he's been locked away, and he's going to continue to be locked away because Putin doesn't like people who challenge his power. Okay. Sorry. No, no, it's good. Um, United States against those who tra trample us. First born, born, then immediately divided. You didn't make these lines easy to read, so I'm sorry. But I think when I see the words immediately divided, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? Um, so, what, you know, and this is a reoccurring theme, and if you listen to me, you'll hear this. The United States was a big group. 
we created a big group so we can protect ourselves from other big groups. That's foreign nations. And that's great. But when you create a big group, a lot of people involved, a lot of different voices, you create factions. So that's what happened. The moment that we united together and we had to start writing the rules, factions began to to start to cre- started to create. You had the North for the, the first, the South, the economic factions. You had treaty factions. You had tariff factions. You had all sorts of different factions. Everybody working for their own personal interest, saying, "Oh, my state, my state, my state," and it took really smart articulate people to like navigate this people like james madison people like thomas jefferson james john adams george washington even hamilton who was the most factionacy of factions um eventually was down to compromise when it when the interest of the group the united states the big group was at play he put his country first and all of these people did and that's why it's such a special thing and that's what I mean. They were divided. The moment they walked into a room and they each realized that they had a different perspective. You're so smart. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <clears throat> okay. So, the next line is America. Born with virtue. Born with sin. Amended and grows. Generation after generation this one's interesting to me so um, i'm looking forward to your why is it interesting to you um well the whole poem is is really very well written but i like it when you're writing something and you remind the reader that this is a generational thing it it evolves it, it keeps growing and you know it just ties everything together i guess yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so born with virtue, look, the men that built this country were great. They were not perfect, though, because we were also born with sin. We had the sin of slavery. You know, it's something that, look, I don't, we don't like to talk about, right? We don't like to talk that our country did this, but the facts is they did it. And the people that were born with virtue that were trying to unite us, they, they cut deals with the people that wanted slavery. And they did that so they can re- unite the big group, right? Otherwise... You don't get that group united. Um, but it, you can't change it. You can't undo it. You can understand it. And you can um, appreciate the fact that there were mechanisms that they put in place to, to rid it from the future. They were thinking ahead. People like James Madison, um, they wrote the Constitution. Thomas Jefferson, you know, talking about the Declaration of Independence, putting forth those ideas that all men are created equal. They planted the seeds to get rid of their sinful ways. But... It was generational, right? It was what they were born uh, into life with. You know, Thomas Jefferson, for example, and he's very wrapped up in slavery in the history of, you know, people know about his Sally Hemings and all this stuff. But the fact is, when he was born, his first memory was being handed to a slave on a horse. He grew up with slavery. He knew what it was. It was his life. He had no choice in the matter. Now, him and Madison wanted a world where they didn't have it, and I'm gonna get off topic here. We're gonna, we're gonna stick to this. So we're gonna go back, uh, amended and grows. They gave us the amendment process so we can fix our sinful ways, so we can change the rules, we can move our country forward. And generation after generation, one generation away from slavery, 
they don't they they understand the evil that it is right and today in all times through our period our problems are generation they're generational one generation grows too far away from its past it's forgotten and it starts to make the same mistakes again i would argue that that's where we are right now we are in a generational hole we need to fix that problem we need to come together we need to unite we need to look back remember how we got here and what it was that the ideas the purpose and that way we can bring people together and unite and move our generation forward yeah i think a lot of people nowadays have lost hope they don't feel like they have a voice they don't feel like they make a difference going going out and voting or trying to show support to somebody with new new ideas that they that they agree with they're they're afraid that they're gonna put their eggs in a basket and it's gonna backfire and that's you know that's that's a big issue in my opinion you 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 if you want change you've got to muster up the confidence and the courage to put in the work and help help someone like you <laughs> make a change i, I mean, mean you know or 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 someone else like you like-minded that has these ideas these aspirations and um we we have to stop being afraid yeah i mean i mean that's kind of the thing i mean right now we've been led by fear for a really long time we've been led, led by fear so long it's become generational and people forgot yeah. what it feels like to be led by hope yeah and they they don't realize i don't think they realize how much power they have they don't realize that all they have to do is get out of their house walk outside and start uniting people together you create a small group you ask those people in that small group to create their own small groups and those people in those small groups create more small groups and then everybody unites together and creates one big group and you can make a difference all you need is people and ideas well said all right america this land i call home this freedom i am blessed this safety i dare not take for granted this is a very impactful line got a lot of power behind it <laughs> um i mean again my uh a friend of mine likes to use the phrase ordered liberty you know there's order and then there's liberty i like the phrase balance i want to balance between um all the different interests so we can each have a choice and an opportunity and we need rules in our society without rules in our society there is chaos the rules give us safety, okay? And the rules provide us freedom. This poem that I'm writing, without those rules, I cannot write it. Somebody could take it away from me. It is my right. It is my freedom of speech. And they cannot take it away because it is a rule in our Constitution. And those rules are important. But so are other rules in society. And we have to recognize those and treat them equally and balance them. We have to <coughs> apply them equally across the nation to each party, each faction, each state, and make sure that we each get an equal opportunity. America, republic far and wide, state by state, for the union and for our souls. It's deep. <laughs> 
So uh, I'll be honest, the four hour souls is just like, it's just a play. It's just trying to get you to think, oh, it's deep, but it's not. It's just this line. The whole purpose is to drive home the point of the group, right? Republic, small group. It was at first you related to your community, then you related to your state, and then you joined together with the union. And that's how you protected our future souls. And um, yeah, it's just, I really want the reader to think about that individual versus the group where are you what group are you a part of that's a power structure inside of the united states are you part of a group or are you completely on the outside and therefore you've given up your representation because your vote is not enough it takes a little bit more to make change america doors open wide forgiveness in heart welcomes you it's pretty so <clears throat> this is back to the ideas, right? America is a capitalist society and capitalism thrives on competition. Anytime you can bring more people into the marketplace, competition grows. That helps the economy, that helps the people, the way of life gets um, grows. We're forgiveness by heart. We make mistakes. It's an idea that America has. We originally had a very uh, simplistic law system. It's gotten complicated over time. We've gotten away from ourselves, but we had a, a system that was more forgiving than punishing, and we welcomed people. We grew the country. We opened the door. We had Ellis Island. We were a country that said, come here for these ideas. Come here for the opportunity and grow with us. I think we've gotten away from that a little bit. You know, there are outside forces we have to protect ourselves we got that the border is important but can't keep everybody out we have a labor crisis in this country we need more people small businesses can't compete because they can't find the right labor this was pre-pandemic it's after pandemic it's always because we've forgotten what we are a capitalist society built on ideas of love and forgiveness yeah so to like go into that a little bit, I think that, you know, a hot button ticket is what you mentioned, the border, wanting to keep people out, you know, wanting, wanting to, you know, some crazy people still want to build the wall. Let's but not, let's not use the word crazy. They're not crazy. Okay. It's not crazy to want to protect yourself when they're actually bad people coming across the border. Okay. The problem is we've been lied to a lot okay this idea that the wall was going to solve that problem that was a lie that hurt a lot of people because we're not able to we're not actually able to focus on working on the problem we're ignored we're distracted from it but they're not crazy for wanting it it sounds like a good idea but frankly it wasn't it isn't we need a better full-fledged immigration plan we need rules and order in order to handle that we need people we need different ideas. Oh no. All right, little technical difficulty, but we're back. That was it. I was done with that one. Okay. Um, America, brightness burns with desire. Cast darkness on those who tear us down. What does that mean? Like, what were you going for? I feel like. The story of America is always the story of good. Now, is America always good? No. But in the moments that matter the most, 
does the good rise above the bad and the answer is yes the union won the civil war the americans defeated the nazis we defeated the russians in the cold war good triumphs over evil it triumphs over those who tried to divide us because america is led by hope and not by fear and in, we want to be successful we have to remember that and we have to continue that with hope and not fear that was that was the poem no oh, there's one line you missed the, the most important part. oh 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 yeah <clears throat> the very last uh line. yeah america oh unite unite sorry yeah. america republic first of your kind <clears throat> unite like i said before an individual can join and create a group and that group can create a bigger group and that one can create a bigger group and we have to unite we have to get the good people out from the shadows. We need to get them involved. We get, need to let them know, share this love of this country with everyone because they will love it just as much as I do. All you have to do is get to know it. This is a great person, America. Flawed, yes, but great and special. And we need to get them to understand her. We gotta get them to unite together. And that's how we make change. And this, this is what the poetry show is going to be, right? Kind of. This poetry show is going to be a little bit about America. It's going to be a little bit about me, a little bit about my family. Um, I'm going to share what I think we should look for in an elected official. I'm going to share what I think our country was built on. And I'm going to share where I think our country should go. And along the way, I'm going to share my journey of who I am as a person, how I became flawed, yes. Failing, yes, but never giving up and always moving forward, always asking for forgiveness, always working to be better. I'm gonna share that story and I'm gonna share the story about how my family helped me. I'm gonna share the story about how my wife helped me. I'm gonna share the story about how my friends helped me, how my community helped me. Because that, that's the story of America. Right there one individual needing help working out reaching out to a group and getting help back that's America those are ideas and I love it so much um, April 16th is when we're gonna have it right yes okay I think we're gonna have it at 2 to 4 there will be a formal announcement coming out later um, and in all seriousness I put a lot of work into this. I don't sell myself a lot. I don't tell people, hey, don't go do this if you got something else going on. No, you should come see this. This is gonna be special. I put a lot of work into it. My kids have put work into it. My wife has put work into it. It's gonna be entertaining. It'll be fun. We'll have a good time. And I hope to see you all there. You have anything you wanna say, baby? No, I think I'm good. Hello. There's gonna be brisket. Maybe if I get around to it. All right, there'll be brisket now that she's put the cat out of the bag. Darn it. I know if you've had my brisket, you're going to want to come. All right. Thank you for this very special episode of Thank You for Sharing. Thank you for letting me share my love for this country. Peace and love.